sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are. You are brighter than the morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than the lilies that grow by the way. You are precious, more precious than gold. Oh, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are. You are brighter than the morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than the lilies that grow by the way. You are precious, more precious than gold. Do you know why believe in Jesus? Do you know why he's so great? On the third day, he rose again. I've never seen a man that rose from the dead like Jesus Christ. Oh, sweet Jesus Sweet Jesus, how wonderful you are. You are brighter than the morning star. You are fairer, much fairer than the lilies that grow by the way. You are precious, more precious than gold. Welcome to Hot Night to Heaven, the prayer line where God answers prayers. Glory be to God, blessed be his holy name, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God who has brought you here today to join thousands of saints of God to worship this great King, this mighty God. And no one comes into his presence and lives empty-handed. And so I know that today God is said to bless you. He's said to visit you in a special way. He's said to turn your situation around. He's said to do great and mighty things in your life. Hallelujah. Because he's the one whom the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews says, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors many times, and in many ways through the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us through his Son. He is the one through whom God created the universe, the one whom God has chosen to possess all things at the end. He reflects the brightness of God's glory and is the exact likeness of God's own being, sustaining the universe with his mighty, powerful words. After achieving forgiveness for the sins of all human beings, he sat down in heaven at the right side of God, the supreme power. Glory. Verse 4 says in Hebrews chapter 1, I'm reading, The Son was made greater than the angels, just as the name that God gave him is greater than theirs. For God never said to any of his angels, You are my son. Today, I have become your father. Nor did God say about any angel, I will be his father, 
and he will be my son. But when God was about to send his firstborn son into the world, he said, all of God's angels must worship him. But about the angels, God said, God made his angels winds and his servants flames of fire. About the sun, however, God said, your kingdom, O God, will last forever and ever. You rule over your people with justice. You love what is right and hate what is wrong. That is why God, your God, has chosen you and has given you the joy of an honor far greater than he gave to your companions. He also said, You, Lord, in the beginning created the earth, and with your own hands you made the heavens. They will disappear, but you will remain. They will all wear out like clothes. You will fold them up like a coat, and they will be changed like clothes. But you are always the same, and your life never ends. Glory to God. Verse 13, God never said to any of his angels, sit here at my right side until I put your enemies as a footstool under your feet. And finally, verse 14, what are the angels then? They are spirits who serve God and are sent by him to help those who are to receive salvation. And who are those people? That is you, my brother. That is you, my sister. Glory be to God. Let's lift up our voice and begin to bless our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, let's bless him. Let's bless him. Let's bless him. Let's bless the Son of God. Let's bless the one through whom we have achieved or who has given us our salvation. Ah, let's bless his name today. Without him, we are nothing. Without him, we, we don't, you, don't, you don't want to exist without him. He's our very life. He's our very soul. Let's bless him today. Let's lift up our voice and begin to worship him. Begin to worship the one who sits on the throne. Begin to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Begin to worship the Prince of Peace, the Son of God. Let's lift up our voice and sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Bless his holy name. We adore you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. We adore you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. Welcome the Holy Spirit wherever you are. He's the one who will help you, who will lead you to all truth, who will help you to worship the Lord. He's the one who will stir up your spirit unto worship and unto praise. Welcome the sweet Holy Spirit wherever you are in your car, on your way to work, on your way back from work, in your home, in your restroom, lying on your bed, wherever you may be. I begin to tell the Holy Spirit, I welcome you into my life. I welcome you today. I welcome you, sweet Holy Spirit. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in my life. You are welcome, Holy Spirit. 
my home. Oh, yes, now begin to bless the Lord, begin to bless the Lord, begin to bless the Lord. Holy, holy, we cry holy to the Lamb who was, who is, and is to come. And the angels, they cry holy to the Lamb who sits upon the throne. Holy, holy, we cry holy to the Lamb who was, who is, and is to come. And the angels, they cry holy to the Lamb who sits upon the throne. Yeah, begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Bless his name, bless his name, bless his name, bless his name. Oh, yes, Lord, we worship you today. We worship you, Father. We bless your holy name, sweet Jesus. Oh, we adore you. We adore you. There is none like you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Can you hear the sound of heaven? Like the sound of many waters. Friend is the sound of worship coming from his throne. There are cries of adoration as men from every nation lift their voice to make his glory known. Singing, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord, he's holy. He's holy, 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 holy are you, Lord. The elders and angels bow, the redeemed worship you now. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Oh, can you hear the sound of heaven? Like a sound of many waters, friend is a sound of worship, and it's coming from his throne. And there are cries of adoration, as men from every nation lift their voice to make his glory known. We are singing, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Come on, worship him now. Worship him. Worship him in the beauty of holiness. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. All the elders and angels bow. The redeemed, we worship you now. Holy, 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 are you, Lord? Yes, he's holy. He's holy. He's holy. We worship you, Father. We worship you, mighty God. We worship you, King of kings and Lord of lords. We worship you because you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Blessed be your holy name. 
Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank him for the salvation of your soul. Begin to thank him for writing your name in the book of life. Begin to bless him. Thank him for your going out. Thank him for your coming in. Thank you for all the blessings upon your life, upon your home. Thank him for divine provision, divine protection. Thank him for your spouse. Thank him for your children. Thank him for your life. Thank him for your health. If you are sick in your body, thank him for your healing in advance. If you are on a bed in the hospital, thank him for your healing in advance. Thank him that you are still alive. Thank him because the Bible says that even a living dog is better than a dead lion because there is hope. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. As you begin to bless him, as you begin to worship him, you can worship your way out of that sickness. You can praise your way out of that illness. Begin to thank him and bless him and say, Lord, you are a great God. You are a great king. You are a mighty God. I will not be moved by what I see. I will just worship you all the days of my life because by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I am made whole. I want to thank you, oh God. I want to bless you. I want to give you praise today. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Brethren, the law of identity states that I am what I think I am. That is it's as simple as that. The law of identity is not that you are what you are, no. You are what you think you are. Uh, because, brethren, if you are something and you don't even know that you are something, you will not act like that thing. If you are somebody and you don't even know that you are somebody, you won't act like somebody. If you don't think much of yourself, you will not see much in yourself. If you don't see yourself as God sees you, that you are who God says you are, that you can do what God says you can do, that you have what God says you have, if you don't see yourself that way, I am telling you, you will not think much of yourself. You will not be able to do what you can do. You will not be able to have what you can have. You will not be able to accomplish what you should be accomplishing. Yes, yes, there is no good thing in the flesh. That is very true because you may look at yourself and at your weakness and say, you know what, there is no good thing in the flesh, and that is absolutely correct. But you are not in the flesh. You are filled and you are in the Spirit because the Spirit of God is in you. That is why you have to say what God says about you, regardless of your outward circumstances. That is why God himself tells us, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because that is how God sees them. Ephesians says, we are the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. It says that we are seated in Christ with God. Meanwhile, the angels 
the cherubims, the seraphims, they are constantly standing. Have you thought about that? They are constantly standing, but you and I, we are seated. Hi. Glory be to God. We are seated with the Almighty God. Do you know that no one can sit in the presence of a king except another king? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Have you thought about that? Nobody can sit down in the presence of a king without the permission of the king except another king. Oh, my God. The cherubims, the seraphims, the host of heaven, the angel, they stand constantly worshiping the Lord. But you and I, we are seated with God, the great Jehovah. Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. They say that we are kings. We are kings unto the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know that you and I, you and I we, can, we, we go right past Archangel, Michael, and Gabriel. We go right by them and go boldly to the throne of grace and grab a chair. <laughs> they can't do that. They can't do that, but that's what we do. We go right by them, right by all the angels, just grab a chair, sit down in the presence of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God in heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Satan is not a faith devil. He is not a faith devil. He is a flesh devil. <laughs> he is a flesh devil. He watches for what works for your flesh. And then he steers you towards that when you are in the flesh. That's what, that's what he does. So you need to recognize how he operates. You are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. If the Spirit of God is inside of you. So don't let the devil steer you into the flesh. Know today that regardless of how you feel, you are a great, precious son of God, daughter of God. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. So I hope that will encourage you today to stand tall, square your shoulders as you go out and know that you are a king who has dominion over this world. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory be to his holy name. I wanted to pray this prayer right away. You know, the Paul, Paul wrote to the Ephesians, he said they should pray that God will flood the eyes of their mind with light so that they will be able to see and really know how much God loves them, what God has made them to be, the kind of power they carry in the Lord, so that they really can have an understanding of who they are. It's a powerful prayer. It's a powerful prayer. Uh, you know, you don't see, you don't see with your eyes. You see through your eyes, but you actually see with your mind. Whatever you see in your mind, with the eyes of your mind, that is what eventually happens to you. So you are going to pray. Say with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, Flood the eyes of my mind with light so that I can see myself, oh God, the way you see me. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Uh, you want to pray that God will open the eyes of your mind. He will flood 
the eyes of your mind with lies. So that the darkness that is not allowing you to see your potential. Because I tell you, the devil wants you to see your condition and not your potential. But God wants you to see your potential. God told Abraham long before he ever had a child. He said, I have made you the father of many nations. I have already made you. At a time, the man had no single child. That is what God sees about you. He sees your potential. He sees who you are, not just your condition. He sees what you are going to accomplish. He sees what he has equipped you with. He sees your greatness long before you begin to, you begin to manifest it. Uh, he told Gideon, he said, Thou mighty man of valor, at a time that Gideon was acting like a coward, God said he is a mighty man of valor. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Long before David became king, God had anointed him as the king of Israel. God already saw him as the king of Israel. I tell you, if you don't see yourself the way God sees you, you won't be able to act the way God wants you to act. So pray, Father, flood the eyes of my mind with light. Every darkness that is overshadowing who I am, every darkness that is covering my glory, every darkness that is hiding my greatness, Father, I flush them away today with your light. Let me know who I am in you, Father. As I read your word, as I hear your word, oh God, by your Holy Spirit, flood the eyes of my mind with light. Let me see who I am in you, Lord. Let me know who I am in you, Lord. Let me see myself as you see me. As the Bible says that the children of Israel, they said, when God has already given them the promised land, and they went and spied it and saw the giants, they said, we are like grasshoppers in our own eyes. Not just in the eyes of the giants, but even in our own eyes, we are like grasshoppers. Oh, brother, are you, do you have the grasshopper complex? Do you have the grasshopper mentality? You are not grasshoppers. You are not grasshoppers. You have been equipped by God. <clears throat> you have been empowered by God. You have been wired by God to overcome this world, to have dominion over the forces of darkness in this world. You are a king unto God. You are a priest unto God. Your name has been engraved in the palm of his hands. You are the apple of his eyes. You need to recognize who you are in God. God Almighty, yes, he said, even angels, they are your servants. Angels are ministering spirits who have been sent forth to minister to you. What else do you want? You are a great person. You are a great person. You are an anointed person. I'm telling you, as soon as they hear your voice today, they will obey you. Strangers will submit themselves to you. Uh, you need to recognize who you are. You need to recognize who you are. Pray, Father, open my eyes, O oh God. Open my eyes. Open my eyes, open the eyes of my mind to know who I am in you. In the name of Jesus, open the eyes of my mind, open the eyes of my mind. Prayer, 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 pray for your children. Uh, because children, if they don't know who they are, 
they will be running with the wrong crowd in their school. They will be running with the, they will be moving with the wrong crowd. They can join wrong crowd that can destroy their lives uh, just because they want some kind of affirmation from their peers, just because they want to belong, uh, because they don't have self-confidence, they have low self-esteem. But if you can pray for your children today, if you can pray for your spouse today, that God will flood the eyes of their mind with light so that they may know who they are in Christ Jesus. They may know who they are in Christ Jesus, that they are leaders. They are leaders. They shouldn't follow the unbeliever. They should lead the unbeliever. They should lead the unbeliever in examples of righteousness. They should lead the unbelievers in everything in the spirit of excellence. They should lead. Pray that God will open their eyes. They will know who they are in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Pray that your husband will know who he is in Christ Jesus. Uh, the day your husband catches the revelation that Christ is his own head, that he's supposed to submit to Christ, your marriage will never be the same again. The day he catches that revelation that he is under authority to submit to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and then be your husband, and then be your head, uh, until he gets that revelation, he, might, he will be misbehaving. Pray for your wife. Pray that God Almighty will flood the eyes of her mind to know who she is as a helpmate to you to know who she is so that she can submit to you, so that she can obey you. Pray for your wife that the Lord will give her revelation knowledge to know that God has given her to you to compliment you, to be your helpmate, to help you achieve destiny. Oh, pray that she will recognize her role. That her role is not to destroy the marriage. Her role is not to fight with you over headship. Her role is not to try to pull you down. Her role is to submit to you, to come alongside of you so that you can achieve destiny. Pray that God will open the eyes of your wife. Pray that God will open the eyes of your children so that they can know that they need to obey their parents so that they may live long on the face of the earth whom the Lord their God has given them. They need to know that they don't want to die young. The Bible says that children obey your parents, obey your father and mother so that you may live long. Pray for your children. They will live long. They will obey you. They will obey the authorities. They will live long. Pray for them that God will flood the eyes of their mind with light. Glory be to God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And there is someone listening to me. You have a relative who has done surgery. And uh, they are, the person is going to go back for another surgery. Uh, because there is something that went wrong and they said they should come back. And you have, you have been very afraid. You have been very scared. The Lord said he has already gone ahead of that surgery. So don't be fretful. Just continue to thank the Lord for his successful surgery. Amen. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says that Ahab and Jezebel, they have completely polluted the land. 
because they have made the people to be serving a false god, Baal. And so Elijah rose up in righteous indignation and challenged them to a duel to determine who the real God is. And he said, if Baal is the God, then let us all of us begin to worship Baal. But if Jehovah is the God and the true God, ah, then let us worship him. Why are you halting between two opinions, you people of Israel? Let's determine who is the real God. And so he said, let the prophets of Baal summon themselves and call on Baal to accept their sacrifice. That the God who answers by fire, that is the real God. And they accepted. And they said, okay, let's do that. And they put their sacrifice on the altar, the prophets of Baal. <clears throat> and the Bible says they called from morning till night. Baal did not answer them. They cut themselves with knives. Blood was gushing out. They cried until they became very hoarse in their voice. Baal did not answer them. Elijah started mocking them. Has your God traveled? Is your God sleeping? Is your God on a journey? Why is he not answering you? And they caught themselves. They jumped. They leapt up. They laid down. They walked around. They ran around. Baal could not answer them because Baal was no God. Baal was no true God. They were worshipping idols. Devil has been deceiving them and destroying their lives. And then it became a turn to Elijah. It was Elijah's turn. The Bible says Elijah repaired the altar of God. He tore down the old altar and put 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel and cleansed the old altar and repaired the old altar and put the sacrifice on the altar. But before he did that, he told them to dig a trench and pour water, gallons upon gallons upon gallons of water. When they stopped, he said, no, pour more, pour more, so that the water will drench the sacrifice. Because when water drenches the sacrifice, fire should not be able to consume it. The water should quench the fire. And they did. And Elijah put the sacrifice on the altar and said, The God of heaven, if you are the one that has sent me, if you are the true God, answer by fire. And fire came down from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. And consumed, the Bible says, <coughs> not only consumed the sacrifice, it consumed the wood upon which the sacrifice was laid. It consumed even the stone. It consumed even the dust. Consumed the water. I mean, if you go to Israel today, you can't find the stone. The stone where Elijah did the sacrifice was no more. 
it had been consumed by the fire of the Almighty God. The dust that were there in those days where this sacrifice took place, they, had, they were consumed by God's fire. Glory be to God. He was the God, he is the God who answers by fire. And you are going, we are going to use this scripture to pray today. Because, brethren, every acceptable sacrifice of God will be consumed by his fire. But before we begin to pray, there is something Elijah did. Before his prayer could be answered by fire, he repaired the altar. You are going to repair the altar today. You are going to say, Lord, look at me. Every area of my life that is rebellious against you, every area where I've sinned against you, I plead the blood of Jesus today. Every sin that is standing between me, O oh God, and you, Father, wash them away today with the precious blood of Jesus. Every sin that is standing in the way of my prayers, Father, I pray the blood today. Open your mouth and begin to pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Father, begin to confess your sins. Begin to tell the Lord about your transgressions. Whatever the enemy has been using to accuse you, oh, you can get rid of the guilt today. You can get rid of all the accusations of the enemy today. You can have your peace back today. You can have your joy back today. You just tell the Lord and say, Lord, I have missed it in this area. I have missed it in that area. But I thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses me and washes me clean and makes me whole. Thank you, Father, for forgiving me all my sins. The Bible says the blood of Jesus cleanses from all unrighteousness. Oh, yes, Lord, I want to thank you for washing me clean. I want to thank you for making me whole. Thank you for forgiving me my sins. Lord, I repent of them today. I ask for your forgiveness, and I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for cleansing me. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you do not reward me according to my transgressions. Thank you, Father, that you do not mark my transgressions. Because if you were to mark my transgressions, I can't stand. I won't be able to survive. Oh, yes, Lord. And so today I repair the altar of my life. And I thank you, O oh God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus. I receive forgiveness. Mention to the Lord every area where you need forgiveness. Whatever you have done that the enemy is using to attack you, ask the Lord to forgive you and receive that forgiveness right now. Receive that forgiveness right now. Receive that forgiveness right now. And so, Father, I bind every spirit of guilt that is making any of your children not come boldly to the throne of grace today. <clears throat> I bind those forces in the name of Jesus. I bind those spirits in the name of Jesus. I render them powerless over their lives. I nullify their influence over the lives of your children. I set your children free from their captivity right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Now we are going to pray. The Bible says that that fire, it consumed the sacrifice. 
You are going to pray. Every sacrifice that you have been making, every tithe that you have been paying in your local church, every offering that you have been giving, every non-monetary sacrifice that you have been making unto the Lord, pray today that the Lord will remember them. Open your mouth and pray, Father, uh, accept, accept my sacrifices, remember them today. Remember them today. All the sacrifices that you have accepted by your fire, Daddy, remember them today. Remember them today. The Lord, the Bible says that the arms of Cornelius ascended to God. His arms ascended to God. Pray, Father, today, all the sacrifices I have made, both monetary and non-monetary, oh God Almighty, remember them today. Let them speak for me. Let them speak for my family. Let them speak for us in the name of Jesus. Let them open doors unto us today. Let them open doors in the name of Jesus. Every sacrifice that you have accepted by your fire in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Father. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, begin to pray. If you are listening to me and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not born again. You've been hearing of this born again, born again, born again. And you really don't know what it means. It means giving your life to Jesus. It does not mean going to church. Denomination or going to church does not get anybody saved. Salvation is an individual thing. Salvation means you go to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, I am a sinner. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm going to help you today. Just repeat after me and say, Dear Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Wash me clean with your precious blood. I believe in my heart what I confess with my mouth, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And I receive him into my heart today. Father, you said if I receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you will also give me the gift of your Holy Spirit. I ask that you fill me today with your Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit, I receive you by faith. Thank you for coming into my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you said the prayer, I want to congratulate you because you are now born again. You are now a child of God. Your name has just been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I say congratulations. The accommodation that devil has for you in hell, it has just been canceled. And now you have a mansion in heaven. If you don't have a place of worship, come and join us at International Christian Center. 12832 Chadron Avenue in the city of Houghton. If you go on our website, you'll be able to see the address and see the direction. ICCLA.com or hotlinetoheaven.org. God bless you as you enjoy today. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.
Thank you for calling it to Hotline to Heaven, the prayer line where God answers prayers.